there are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back, coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, and this is episode 15. Now that we're all back on track, tonight I'm joined by Sean, Mark, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? What's going on, man? I'm doing pretty good. I don't want to talk about horror tonight. I want to talk about the Mighty Duck movies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Leave it up to Ted to break the flow there. That's all right, though. <laughs> Too well, bad, I'm doing all right. Been kind of a long week, though. It's snowing outside again. <laughs> like we were talking about a couple weeks Yay. ago. It's like it's been doing that thing where it's like want to. It wants to like snow on the weekends and stuff. Like I got out of work and it was like a nice coating of snow on the ground. I'm just starting to get slippery. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm not ready for. Yeah, this. we haven't gotten any. It's been like the 30s at night. Oh, we're supposed to get some this week. Yeah, we're we got some today. We weren't even supposed to get snow today, but it's supposed to be like eight degrees tomorrow. So I'm just like, why can't this fucking just hold off until January when it's supposed to be this cold? Ted's over there like snow. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare occurrence, right? It happens though. It happens, um, but not a lot. Yeah, not much. Yeah. It's been raining a lot here. <clears throat> Okay. That's pretty much what's just been going down. Well, it's been raining a lot here, too, up until it finally decided to switch over to snow. And it's like, it was like the perfect fall with the exception of the fucking rain. Because it just kept wanting to fucking rain all the time. Like, this is like the first year in I don't even know how many years that we've actually had, like, color in the trees. So, like, the reds, the oranges, and the yellows and stuff. Because in the last few years, it's been like the leaves just fucking fall like with hardly any color change but like this year is <laughs> like vibrant colors all over the place but then it was just always fucking raining yeah, it rains kind of typical here in october yeah beginning of November, so. yeah oh well temperatures usually start getting cold in like december more. right but 30 isn't i you know that cold to me so maybe it's on yeah no i would kill for 30s <laughs> i would literally kill for 30s maybe not literally but Still, I, I'm i already missing the warmer weather already. I fucking hate winter. If I haven't made that clear already in the last few weeks. <laughs> but we got a decent show for you guys tonight. We got, actually got a lot to talk about. At first, I was worried that we weren't going to have enough to talk about because like, not a lot was happening in the news throughout the week. But like towards the end of the week here, just like everything just bombarded every fucking site <laughs> with the different things that are going on. They're holding back on us. Uh-huh. Well, there's a lot we could talk about with the Mighty Duck movies. That's all I gotta say. Uh, How about that? Maybe, maybe someday. <laughs> maybe <Yeah>. someday. <laughs> Definitely not tonight, though. <laughs> That's a different story. V formation. Go, Ducks. <laughs> I've been watching too much Tourette's guy. That's where that came from, anyway. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Tourette's back. guy. <laughs> 
when I get back, we're going to talk about the Mighty Duck movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of old movies, to kind of kick things off here with some just kind of news and stuff. Um, so the original cinematographer for Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors, actually using the new iPhone 11 Pro, uh, he recreated one of the scenes from the movie, and that looked fucking beautiful. It almost looks spot on, just different actors. Yeah, I thought it was great, man. The stuff that a phone can do, it's amazing to me. Even though the phone's like 800 bucks, probably, but <laughs> it's still yeah. pretty awesome. It's a lot well, cheaper than a high-end camera. So, right. Well, this one, um, for the lowest gigabyte, you know, s- you know, storage space, it's like about a thousand dollars for the one that he used. Yeah, I figured. Because he used the be, the pro version. But it's cool because he used the pro version of this phone, and then he used an app called Film- Filmic Pro, which is actually a camera app for the iPhone that actually lets you do more than what normally would be allowed to be done with like the normal factory um, apps that they come with. So this one, it's like a $10 app and it gives you more range of control over what you can do, which is pro- uh, probably helped to get the scene set properly with the lights and stuff. Yeah. So it's amazing what you can do with the technology that's out there. You know, nowadays, well, that, especially thing have like three different lenses on it. Yes, <laughs> it does. Crazy that it is nuts the amount that, of lenses it comes equipped with it in the first place. Yeah. Right. I think it's awesome. It gives people more of a chance to keep making stuff. I mean, not that oh, it always comes definitely. out great, but you know, more content's always good. So. Well, I mean, you look at um, that movie Unsane. I mean, that was all made on an iPhone Seven. Yeah, and you wouldn't have known if no. someone didn't tell you that. So. <laughs> right. So I mean, it's it's definitely plausible to be able to do filmmaking and movies and videos and stuff like that with technology that's readily available. I mean, we we talked about that when we did our um, episode with my buddy Jason and stuff. You know, being able to use what you have and stuff. So I mean, there's there's plenty yeah. of ways you can go about doing short films and stuff like that, and it gives you hope just watching stuff like that, being like, hey. You know, this is something I could actually do, you know, using what I have. So, I mean, really, it all comes down to knowing how to use what you already have. So your camera and then having the right lighting, because if you light a scene well enough, you could have a shitty ass camera and it still could look beautiful. So it's it's all in just kind of trial and error. Really, it doesn't matter what the camera as long as it looks good and it's shot well and. Exactly. That effect, all that other stuff is for geeks to talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, it, it it doesn't it doesn't hurt having a you know no an not iPhone camera just, that that's why I like is, Halloween as Kills as is. is able to film the movie as quick as they do because they have the money yep. and that kind of production going on. But for exactly. a lower end guy, you know, definitely gives you hope and makes the possibilities endless. Right. Definitely. And speaking of Halloween Kills, that's our next thing here. Uh, Halloween Kills is officially wrapped filming, at least for the time being, until they decide to do reshoots. So, main portion of filming is now done, so now they can move on to post-production, getting out dailies, different things like that, you know, rough cuts to be able to show and, and stuff to get feedback and all that. So, 
it's kind of like we've gotten over that huge hump now and now it's kind of in the process of you know just piecing the movie together now which is exciting i mean we're less than a year now from the next movie coming out and it's going to be great to be able to see as more stuff starts being revealed over the next months or however long i mean i'm sure they're probably going to wait till june to release a trailer trailer like they did with uh, 2018 so you know i could be wrong but i'm calling it right now that the movie is going to be like the original halloween 2 at least some of it with uh maybe michael stalking them in the Haddonfield yeah, Hospital. Yeah, like, I think the reason they're going to be there is going to be different, yeah. but it's going to have that same element. I thought yeah. I was thinking the same thing. And I don't mind that. I, I don't mind that at all. I, I don't mind just it, calling which it. kind of makes me laugh, but I don't mind it. So. Yeah. <laughs> John it's like they're taking... A, John Carpenter is just a very complex man. That's a... They're they're taking everything <laughs> for like Halloween too. They're just ditching the family thing. And that's it. Right. Jack Harper's like, that's the one thing I hate. So I'm just gonna give. <laughs> yeah, I love you, John, but get over it. Jeez, <laughs> it's been every like 40 week. Ted's years. gonna tell John Carpenter to get over it. <laughs> get over it, John Carpenter. It's nearly forty years. Okay, you were drunk. You should have been drunk when you wrote the script. Get over it. That's right. your fault. Nobody else's. Deal with it. And I still love Halloween 2018, though. Just so people are, just so people are confused. I just John Carpenter just makes me shake my head sometimes. Understandable. He's done a lot for the horror, you know. Oh heck yeah, yeah. Definitely, he's Thing is my favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, but that's really with anybody. At least he though. continues on his outspoken ways. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can appreciate that. So. <laughs> Even if he drives yeah. me crazy, I'm sure I drive enough people crazy too. So. <laughs> right. No, I hear you, and definitely understandable regarding Carpenter. I mean, yeah, but it is exciting knowing that we're getting that much closer to Halloween Kills. So, yes, we will, as always, keep you posted on any other news that comes out. I'm, I'm sure we're probably gonna come into this lull of not having weekly Halloween kills news kills news now with this being finished filming so hey did did we mention that uh Nancy Stevens is in it also coming back as Marion did think we mention we that in a did previous that a few weeks ago I can't remember yes. if we or did. maybe we didn't that might have been the one that we were planning on recording that we never did okay so if yeah, we did cool that she's that, back too yeah yeah, if we didn't mention that, she is coming back. She was Nurse uh, Marion in, in the first Halloween, Halloween 2, and then Halloween H2O as well. So her yeah, character it threw me off back. when they announced that at first, and then I remembered the new timeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, did she die? Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they had that one shot in the... And I, I don't know if it was in that first look, that we talked about last week or if it was just a production still, but in one of the scenes they showed Tommy Doyle, Lindsay Wallace and nurse Marion all together. So yeah, yeah uh, definitely coming together and definitely it'd be nice better if she was a security guard with Charles Cypher. So that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not as like a, as like a retirement job. Yeah. <laughs> like a buddy cop thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's too good. 
So that's Charles all Cypher's we got. is like, you let him out. <laughs> She's you like, I'm sorry, your I'm sorry your daughter's dead, but you know what? It's been more than 40 years. Get over it. Ooh. <laughs> too soon. Ted dropping <laughs> those bombs. <laughs> uh, but that's all we got for Halloween Kills uh, for this week and maybe for the foreseeable future until other news comes out. But hey, we may still end up with news every week, but I'm guessing it's going to kind of slow down now that it's finished filming now speaking of horror franchises that we all love uh nightmare on elm street the company specter vision is hungry to actually produce a new nightmare on elm street movie now this is a company that's actually partially run by elijah wood them and everybody else yeah because <laughs> they've 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 definitely expressed interest and done interviews now, this is the group that's behind the movies uh, Mandy and Daniel Isn't Real. So, oh, oh, gosh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Please, no. I haven't seen Daniel Isn't Real, but Mandy definitely. No. Yeah. Wasn't no, my cup was of tea. so bad. <laughs> I don't no. know why so, I watched the whole thing, but I did. It's, <laughs> it's nice that somebody's eager to make, get a Nightmare on Elm Street made, but I don't know if it's the right choice for them yeah, to man, do that it. That just makes it with the dream ass. Oh, that could be some more. They want to turn well, Freddy into an acid trip. <laughs> well, I guess that means Nicolas Cage will be Freddy this time, right? <laughs> That's better than Kevin Bacon, but it still sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can see your angry Nick Cage as a Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the Kevin Bacon thing. Oh, man. We dodged oh, yeah. a bullet with that one. Yes. Remember Greg trying to sell me on that? Anyway. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Didn't Robert England say at one point that he would be a good choice for a replacement for I think he backed it to yeah. I don't know. He just doesn't want to wear the makeup. He's like, sure, give it to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't Robert England after after doing the Goldbergs episode, he's like, I want to do one more yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, he did. So Yeah, he said that a year ago and yeah. still nobody's tried to move on that. I mean that's yeah. easy money there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's only Freddy that matters. Exactly. Everybody else is just a weird cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they just make a, an official Scary Terry movie? That's what we need. That would be great. I would love to see some more Scary Terry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be good. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that news is kind of weird. Um, and very kind of like, I don't know if I really want that, but I do want a new Nightmare on Elm Street, but... I don't want it to be fucked up like the remake. So. Oh gosh! Please don't mention that that movie. That movie well, doesn't. Sorry, exist. I just did. So deal with it. Um, you know what? I'm not John Carpenter. Dag it. You don't tell it me. As Robert England, it's already better. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I mean, they had they had Robert and Freddy's dead, and that movie isn't. Well, that's better than fucking the remake. Sorry to bring it back up again. Watch it. Every time you mention the remake, angels die. I guess a bunch of angels are dying then. You monster. I am a monster. I've never shied away from that fact. So, yeah, we'll see what ends up coming of that rumor. Um, yeah. I don't know. 
I guarantee I have a feeling nothing will happen with it. It'll just be talk, 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 and then it'll just Probably. stop talking. Probably, knowing it's how like everything it, things else. go. And, I mean, you know, now that Control's back in Wes Craven's estate, I, who knows what's really going to happen, so. Yeah. I mean. be Don't be surprised if the movies then, like, all of a sudden go out of print, too. Oh, I wouldn't have reason. Yeah, because I, I think I think the Blu-ray set like jumped in price. It was like twenty something dollars. Now it's like in the thirties or like right at forty. So I'm thinking, uh, here's it's a tip to go starting. pick that up if you haven't gotten the yeah. Nightmare Blu-ray oh, set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blu-ray <laughs> DVD know. just get copies. <laughs> just get copy <laughs> of the movies. That's a whole other thing that could end up happening. I, I didn't even think about that <laughs> about the yeah. thing going out of print because of that. Yeah, that's Maybe actually that was a good Wes point. Craven's last wishes. Don't let them <laughs> right more of these damn movies, please. <laughs> let you it see, die. that's me. He wasn't a big N- fan of the sequels anyway. So. Yeah, New Nightmare just to me is the end of the franchise. That's a perfect ending to yeah. it. I thought. I agree. Just, it went. It went meta. It was good. It was really. It was, you know, it was well acted. I mean, it was a really good movie, and I think for me, that's where it ends. Yeah, agree. I'd agree. That that is like the perfect ending for that that whole series. Definitely. Yeah. One hundred percent. Cause it kind of comes all full circle, you know, bringing back yeah. and Nancy and all yeah. that. Yeah, bringing back everybody, and then yeah. having Bob yeah. Shea playing himself, and everybody's <laughs> playing themselves. Yep. Yeah. That was a cool angle. I like that. Yeah, that's one. That's one of my favorite nightmare movies, definitely. Yeah, I I, I love that one growing up. <laughs> that was actually um, I don't know if I saw that one in the theater, but I, I think that's the first one I actually owned. Um, but I remember seeing that after i first saw um the first one that was the second nightmare on elm street movie i ever saw so i actually uh, got to see them in order yeah that's that's one of the few few horror franchises i actually saw in order (laughs) yeah along with along with hellraiser and child's play those are like the only three franchises that as a kid growing up saw in actual order Okay. Like cool. fr- Friday was all over the place for me. Right. <laughs> I think part two <laughs> yeah, was Friday the first was. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye out for those Blu-rays. Get them if you haven't gotten them yet, just in case. <laughs> That's for sure. Kind of moving into some new movie and TV announcements and news. Uh, Hulu is developing a new anthology series called Monsterland. Now they've already got uh, their anthology series from Blumhouse, which is Into the Dark, which is a a monthly new movie basically that uh comes out from them so that that's kind of cool that they're putting a, forth another horror based anthology yeah, series I think it's cool, as well who's been yeah. back in some stuff it's not pushed as hard as a lot of the other stuff that's coming out but they've done some quality things man so I'm oh definitely, definitely ready to see some more i agree i i agree and it, it sounds cool because i guess this is based on uh a short story collection called North American Lake Monsters. So it's got, hmm. you know, some backing, you know, from something to kind of build off of, basically. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. And I, I like monster-based stuff, too. I, I I love slasher stuff, that kind of stuff, but I've always had a soft spot for monster-based stuff. So this will be interesting to see how they do this yeah. and, you know, how they differ each episode or however they do it but so that that's kind of cool that's coming up here there's no real information yet on it um not even really a release time frame because this is all 
just announced. We got Annie Wilkes to keep us entertained until they say something. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, kind of moving on from there, this one's got me a little disheartened because why? But uh, there is a new Scream movie that's been announced <laughs> as being developed yeah. by Spyglass uh, Media Group. Now, yeah, I'm not interested. Currently, Kevin Williamson is not a part of this reboot, remake, sequel, however they plan on doing it, because they haven't really said what they're planning on doing with this, but do we really need another Scream movie? Honestly. No. Yes, we need no. lots more. Let's start the trilogy <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> and make Ghostface a real icon instead of some random killer that might be an old woman. God. <laughs> that would make me interested if it was an old woman killing people in the masses. Right? <laughs> That would oh be the twist. God. Nev Campbell's like, Grandma? <laughs> and it's the same reason why her half-brother in part three and her cousin in part four, you're famous because you almost died. Now it's my turn to be famous. Grandma, you're 85 years old. Right. <laughs> it's my time. It's my Betty 15 minutes. So can I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just... Yeah, there's... With this, oh, there hasn't been ridiculous. any other real information released on this because this was also just announced. But nobody really knows what they're planning on doing. I'm I'm sure they really don't because they probably don't even have an idea of what they're doing. They just decided they're gonna make a fucking. They're screen grabbing movie. a name, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, the Spyglass Media Group kind of bought a bunch of Weinstein's property um, when they obviously went out of business when everything fucking went tits up. So oh, they, didn't go, they didn't go out of business. They just like re- reformed themselves into a different oh, they, name with they, different people they in charge. They filed for bankruptcy and everything, and they had to sell off a bunch of their shit. Oh, really? Yeah, this is how Spyglass got this, is because they acquired this through a sale when Weinstein was getting rid of a bunch of stuff. It's gotta pay them That's weird, because you still, have, you still have Miramax. Well, I guess yeah. they're not part, they weren't part of Miramax anymore anyway, no, I guess. No, no. Yeah. Definitely not. I'm getting and my actually, I think Miramax information is, mixed up. Miramax is is, is uh, who owns that now? They're uh, owned by uh, different people. BN, <laughs> I think that that one ne- network. Um, I think. Of course, I know you had to sell a lot of stuff, and like the as a whole, it's pretty much that stuff. But you can't tell me that he ain't got some money in something somewhere to keep himself something. You know what I right. mean? Somewhat relevant. He'd be a fool not to. I read somewhere fool, that. So. I read somewhere that the Weinstein's they outright own Dogma, a hundred percent. Kevin Smith's Dogma, I heard. So I don't know if that's true. That's just what I've heard, though. It could be. You can't it really could that be. much money in power without having your stuff everywhere. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> figuratively and literally. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> that's for sure. So that's. I mean, honestly, this. I know me and you were talking last night, Sean, about Scream. Like, first one was, you know, good. Second one, it yeah, just kind of went down after that. After that. It, I, I just never thought that Scream as a series was that great. Four times. You know, I, I started getting into four, but then they went the same direction, and that's why it failed yeah. me. Because they didn't have to, and they could have made it better, but I, they didn't. Right. So. I, like I thought the first two sucked, two. and it was too long. I like the first two. Yeah. Three I had fun with because of Courtney Cox and Parker Posey. I thought they were funny. Well, so, yeah, that was funny. Jada Pinkett Smith get killed. 
and then I'm good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's because you had the movies, and then you had the god awful MTV VH1 series. Oh which... gosh, you just killed a bunch of angels. MTV is fun, not ours. <laughs> I I guess I'm just an angel killer, and I, I don't fucking care. <laughs> But you had that shitty ass TV series and that. <laughs> there it goes again. <laughs> but yeah, there's. I don't feel there's any need to resurrect this series, honestly. I mean, because four didn't even no. do good when it came out. Four was you know, awful. Wise. Oh my god, it was so bad. <laughs> it's. Yeah, are, just... are you telling me y'all didn't like Eric Roberts' daughter beating herself up after she thought she killed Sydney? So no. stupid. And then they go so to dumb. the hospital. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's such a shitty movie. <laughs> Does she rip her own hair out too? Fun part. Something. <laughs> oh my god. I love you, Wes, but that was a mistake making that movie. <laughs> and that's his last movie, too. Yeah. yeah. Sadly enough, that is his last movie. Yeah. I always oh, liked Wes. Some of his later stuff was a little touch and go. But... Oh, Sean, you loved Red Eye. Just a minute. <laughs> God, that was so disappointing. <laughs> so why did I even... Someone should have told me this wasn't a horror movie, first of all. Right. I could go to the airport and have more entertainment just watching the real <laughs> Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, God. Drop a tip to Homeland Security. Watch right. <laughs> well, that's something for everybody to kind of look forward to is another fucking Scream movie. Go oh, scream. gosh, that reminds me of Yay. a joke that I saw on TV. I was, I was, <laughs> I was watching that. Uh, <laughs> I was watching the show. What was it? Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's a uh... oh uh, Garfunkel and Oats is the name. Okay. So I was watching it on Prime, and they did an ep- they had an episode where the uh, the blonde hair girl she's like, oh hey, good news! I finally got that part in that horror film I was going for. And her friend goes, oh, you mean the first door on the right? And I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the left first door on the right. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that is good Someone that's, that's funny yeah. <laughs> first door on the right <laughs> remember it's only a movie <laughs> it's only a movie it's only a reboot it's only a reboot <laughs> no not another one so yeah we- yeah, sad news, scream being made. But anyways, moving on from that disappointing news, Eli, Eli Roth's uh, History of Horror is going to get another season um, on AMC. I actually really like this. Kind of going through kind of the history of a bunch of different things it's with horror. It's better than stuff. a lot of the horror docu-stuff. So I don't mind yeah. getting another season. No, it's definitely good to, not. you know, anything that's putting out the info and helping people learn that might not know. And even people yeah. that think they know it all learning some new shit. So. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you can always learn something new, especially yeah. when it comes to this. I mean, there's such a widespread, you know, history with horror. I mean, even just with movies and stuff, you're talking over a hundred years worth of content. You know, there's 
you could make multiple seasons on this and kind of yeah. go through all the history and stuff. So there's just so much there. It's so much rich history. And at least he loves the genre, so. Yeah, I mean, he's not that great of a filmmaker, <laughs> but I mean, he's passionate though. Yeah, he is passionate, and that's that's great. I mean, he's doing what he loves. So uh, if he wants to make more of these seasons and stuff, I'm all for it because I absolutely loved it. I actually binge watched that whole first season um, when it w- actually went to Shutter. So oh, cool. yeah, I I completely. Yeah, I started watched watching it. Thing. I haven't watched it all, but I did start watching it on there a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I I took like a week or so to watch that whole season. <laughs> I watched a lot of it, so it was great. I loved it. Yeah, so I'm 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 excited for a season two on this. I I think it, I think it'll be good to explore a little bit more and get deeper into that. So, moving from there into some more disappointing news, <laughs> <laughs> Paramount is set to release another Paranormal Activity movie in 2021. Yeah, I'm like, uh, why? I didn't even see like the last one or two. So. I well, didn't either. Yeah. They touted the they... last one like every fucking franchise does as being the last one, but yeah. obviously we knew that that like, was. I saw the one with but this. Bomb, I saw the though? one with like the Spanish family, and I think oh, yeah. I saw parts of the one with the blonde chick and the Xbox with the green dots. That's yeah, that movie made it. no sense yeah. whatsoever. I don't know which ones those even were, but that's the last one. That was the fourth one. Yeah. That was the yep. last one I saw because it made no sense story-wise <laughs> with the other no. three. I was like, what? I'll just say I don't care. It was spoilers, whatever. Because the kid that get the baby that gets kidnapped in part two, you find out this family has adopted him, which doesn't make sense because this family doesn't know about the, the, the ghost stuff. So I was like, mm-hmm. once he got kidnapped by his possessed aunt, why would she give him up for adoption just to take him back? It doesn't make any sense. I was like, this oh, is the dumbest well, thing I've ever seen. Another spoiler alert, because it uh, gets even stupider beyond that, because then uh, you find out it's not even ghost shit. It's all fucking witches. It's a witch's coven. Yeah, I thought oh, that, that, was, that was in part three. Uh, all right, yeah. uh, whatever. That was, I thought that was a weird turn, too. I was like, how'd this go from some random demon to... <laughs> You know, to which I mean, stuff? I guess, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy revealed in part three. I was just like, mm-hmm. why would they finally get this kid that they were, you know, supposed? Because you know, they promised what the firstborn son of the family, yep, which hasn't happened in eighty years. I don't know how the crap that doesn't happen, but okay, whatever. Right, and, and then and then they like give it up for adoption to a random family that doesn't know anything about it. And it's it's so bizarre. And I was it like, is. this doesn't make any sense. The story is just. Is is off the rails now. There's no logic. There's no logic. I just stopped watching them after that one. I mean, the first movie wasn't anything special. It was boring. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mind this. A little overrated. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. mind the second or third one because I was like, they're trying to do something. It seems yeah. like, and then right. part four just ruined it like a hundred percent. I was like, yeah. they don't even care anymore. <laughs> I, just... I agree because then they started putting shit like the very last one. They put like time travel into it oh, basically <laughs> the very end of the movie they go back all the way this guy travels through this portal and goes all the way back to the end of the first movie oh wow so it's fucking dumb <laughs> it's fucking dumb <laughs> yeah they put fucking time travel because <laughs> like in the first one at the end when you hear her scream or whatever uh-huh. at the end of the movie 
it's the guy showing up in their house, basically. Ah, that's cool. Even though she's possessed. <laughs> the whole thing of what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. It's so Ooh. stupid. Yeah, they should have. They the... should have left it with the after the third one. Just left it be. That, that was the only good movies. part of the first movie in the first place is when she screams and he runs down there and you just hear all this crazy crap happening and then he, his body flies toward the camera and then her face is like all contorted yep. or whatever. That was the best part of that movie. And now it's because some random guy from the last movie travels through time and it's up in her house. She was startled. It still doesn't make any sense because because then what happened to the guy? Did he the guy who traveled in time? Did he get killed too? When I'm guessing so. It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. This is stupid. Just wait and see. It's the ghost dimension. It's not supposed to make sense. <laughs> I guess not. So you have, stupid you have to educate like yourself. Right. Busta Rhymes running an internet reality show in the Myers house makes more sense than this crap. <laughs> oh, it's so true. <laughs> Baggy overalls. Motherfucker. <laughs> we should like attribute that line to Donald Pleasance now instead of Busta Rhymes just to mess with people. Right. Go to Donald Pleasant's headstone. It's like trick or treat, but Michael, <laughs> trick or treat, mother. <laughs> oh, a little bit. Darn, another stupid paranormal activity movie. Just what we really needed. Yeah, your favorite Ted. not really. Definitely don't need another one of those. What was that, but Mark? Since your favorite, I couldn't hear. <laughs> now no, my favorite kind of... is Babysitter Massacre. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, on to some more promising news. <laughs> now that we've gotten those two, Part three of bloody murder dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> oh I'd be my more god! Interested in that than those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, but something a little bit more promising. So David S. David F. Sandberg, who um, did Lights Out, Annabelle Creation, and then the Shazam movie, and he's done oh. a bunch of horror movie shorts, you know, over the years and stuff. He's actually working on a new. Uh, horror film and it's called The Unsound and this is based off of uh, the Boom Studios uh, graphic novel or comics I can't remember which it was either or and uh, basically kind of the the premise of this is uh, there's a psychiatrist who returns to the insane asylum where her mother once worked and is now a patient and there's like some horror that's been unleashed in there so it sounds like it could be cool. I mean, anything to do with fucking Sand Asylum just fucking creeps me out. So Yeah, that's yeah. always creepy yeah. me out too, man. Yeah, me too. So. I don't, I don't so. have high hopes because the guy did do Lights Out. <laughs> Lights Out wasn't that bad. I mean, it was his first movie. I'm, you know... Man, Ted's being a hater tonight. Yeah, like, his, his, his stuff has gotten better after that. So. 
I haven't seen much you of know, his work to really judge it. Because I really liked Annabelle Creation a lot. You know, I, I agree that Lights See, Out wasn't the greatest. That. I haven't seen any of the Annabelle movies because they just don't appeal to me. The first one I saw and I hated it, so I never bothered, but I heard they got better. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was terrible. Second one was great. Third one was okay, basically. So if you want to see any of them, I would see the second one, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation. But the other two are very forgettable. So I'm not into the Conjuring universe. Kind of lame. Yep, I understand. <laughs> Why does um, everything have to be a universe now? I mean, jeez. Well, that, That's because Marvel. <laughs> I hate that, too. Uh, but I haven't, you know... The first but here's Conjuring the thing: movies I didn't mind those; those weren't bad. Movies, yeah, so. yeah. But here's the thing: Marvel's been the only one that's been able to successfully do it, and that's because yeah. they took their time with it. Everybody else, they just see the money; they 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 see the profit margin. They're like, okay, let's rush a franchise out now. Let's rush a shared it's... universe out now, and it's just like, oh gosh, it doesn't work. How many times have they rebooted the Dark Universe? like three times now because each movie that's mm-hmm. supposed to start it fails miserably it's like yeah. how about just focus on a movie and if it leads to something cool you know just concentrate on making one good movie you don't have you to think add... they would do that <laughs> you would think but they're it's just trying to man. You use the first movie to set up everything it doesn't have to necessarily be a shared universe but you can throw little tributes and things like that and stuff it doesn't necessarily connect the movie just so the viewers can go, oh, cool, remember that? Like, it doesn't have to necessarily yeah. have to be a whole big universe where everything has to connect. Problem is, these studios, they don't see it that way. They yeah, see they it, oh, Marvel's to connected to everything. Yeah, they want it to be so bigger than that instead of, like, a show playing yeah. in the background. You can think as a viewer, oh, cool, remember that? It doesn't have to be anything yeah. more than that. Just, oh, remember that's the show that was playing in the background on that one. Right. Just like the Adam Green's done it. that. You don't have to actually, yeah, exactly. You don't have to actually make it connect with the fans have their little fan theories is if you when you when you watch hatchet 2 during the beginning um when uh mary beth goes to talk to reverend uh zombie there's a tv in his shop and it's playing and it's playing like it's like a news uh mm-hmm. uh thing and it's the girl from frozen so they all take place in the same place but it's just little nods it just yeah. like the nah, name drop doesn't have to be a yeah movie a big thing and like they they name dropped uh uh what's his name behind the mask uh, uh vernon leslie wells vernon yeah uh, yeah i'm sorry for leslie vernon i said vernon <laughs> wells i was thinking but i mean they name drop it but that's it just because like you know yeah. why not but it's not like oh they're gonna have a versus movie yeah, now picture so, right. versus <laughs> oh leslie vernon overkill man yeah, so it's just ugh. I'm tired of it. It just doesn't appeal to me. I hear you. I I totally hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the Conjuring whole Conjuring universe thing is going to get played out very very quickly because I mean, it's been going downhill. I mean, the Conjuring the two Conjuring movies have been good, but every other thing that's in this universe or whatever, yeah, other than Annabelle Creation, into, hasn't been that yeah, great. I haven't been able to get into- I like the director of the Conjuring. I think he's doing yeah. better work than the actual universe that ended up getting created from his work. Right. Well, so you have the Conjuring movies and you have the Annabelle movies. Isn't there like the Nun? Isn't that part of it? The Nun was terrible. Yeah. Never see that. Trust. Yeah. Me. See, I, I heard it was awful. Too. I don't play it too because it looks yeah. stupid. 
But isn't that, that one could have had a lot of promise, but they fucked that up. Really. Don't they that's do the, the, the new movie, movie that... The Insidious ones, I can't remember. The no, new that's movie that, to The Conjuring. Uh, the new movie that came out, The Curse of La, 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 whatever, La Lorna or whatever, isn't like, that part La, of The Conjuring? La or whatever. La yeah, what, whatever. <laughs> Damn, Curse Ted of my is being butt. a hater today. He is. <laughs> the curse crap. of la llorona it's kind of based in the universe i mean it is ultimately because they talk about some of the other events with like annabelle but mm-hmm. it's it could stand out on its own too it, it's an okay movie it's not a bad one by any means i actually enjoyed that one for the most part other than a few things here and there but yeah i mean it's it's still kind of that thing where it's like they're not great and it seems like the quality is going down other than you know the main conjuring movies basically that implies they had quality to begin with don't 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 do this to people isaiah (laughs) i think the first and second conjuring movies were good it's the the other stuff that leaves a lot to be desired i'm looking forward to the fifth reboot of the dark universe and maybe universal will get it right this time (laughs) Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute with the Dark Universe thing. So so kind of moving on from that, uh, kind of looking at some of the upcoming movies based off of trailers that were released this week. Uh, number one, coming out on the 19th of this month. So November 19th, we've got The Fair. Now, I like the concept of this because I love these Groundhog Day type movies where it's like... yeah the story kind of plays out as it kind of repeats. Um, the trailer made it, got me hooked. It, it, it looks pretty good for yeah, an independent good, film. Man. It reminded me of a movie I saw probably 15, 20 years ago called Dead End with Lin J. It looks okay. pretty good, man. I'm willing to give it a shot for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's good. Um, oh, definitely. Definitely. So that, um, when it released on the 19th, that's going to be on both Blu-ray and video on demand. So you'll have some options there uh, for being able to see that. So that one's exciting. Uh, now coming up December. Now this doesn't have a release date as of when we got the story on this, but BBC who seems to be doing a lot of cool shit lately, you know, between war of the worlds and every other thing um, are doing kind of a more creepy horror esque version of a christmas trailer like i was like oh geez another christmas thing you know another christmas carol movie because there's so many of them and there are some good ones but the trailer got me a little excited because this looked extremely dark man like it didn't even yeah at first i was like am i watching the right trailer right (laughs) so that's cool to get you know a dark kind of thing i mean because it is you can get really dark with it and still come across with the same outcome and message so exactly so that that's going to be cool um because it'll be because that's kind of more of a mini series um i believe yeah that's the way i took it and watched the trailer so that's something to definitely look forward to especially if you like more christmas based horror that's going to be something i'm going to add to my watch list for december for sure yeah um that's exciting and cool now coming out on the 3rd of december is a independent movie called this is our home now this one 
It looks okay. Um, it seems a little weird because this kid just shows <laughs> up out of nowhere. Up, they should have just whooped that kid's ass and got rid of him. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like they had a couple miscarriages and then all this. Them from the bridge, mom. <laughs> right? So they this couple has a couple of miscarriages or whatever the case may be, and then. You know, all of a sudden, this kid just shows up in the doorstep, and they just start taking care of him like he's their own or something. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I was seeing. I mean, yeah. There may be more to the story, but that's just the the trailer just kind of makes it look a little weird that this, all of a sudden this kid shows up, and they just start taking care of him like yeah, they're out of desperation. This kid's their own. Yeah. yeah, they assimilate the role only to find out that they shouldn't have. <laughs> Turns out to be a little bastard. <laughs> now they regret it. Jeez, so it. I mean, it could be good, but it could be bad too. Just I, I don't know. It's just the the trailer, the trailer okay. made it look a little yeah, off. It did look a little off. But who knows? But killer right. kids can be fun sometimes if it's done. Oh, right, definitely, so. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Now, kind of going a little bit more weird here. Coming out January twenty fourth of twenty twenty. It's a new Nicolas Cage movie based off of an old H.P. Lovecraft story. Now, I love H.P. Lovecraft stories and everything, so this one's got me excited. I tell you guys, called... this is the first step. He's going to be Freddy Krueger soon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So the movie's called Color Out of Space, and the trailer is fucking trippy. I was glad it it's, finally had a know, trailer. I've heard about this movie forever now, man. I've been waiting to see a freaking trailer, so I was just excited yeah. to finally see something, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it was definitely weird. But H.P. Lovecraft can be wild and weird. He's man. always been weird. But just oh, because yeah. it's Lovecraft, I'm going to give it a go. So, Exactly. I love the whole alien aspect yeah. and just like the colors. I mean, they've made it very vibrant with yeah. colors and stuff. And in I've, this, heard, so. I've never read the story myself, but it's supposed to be one of his better stories. So. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Um with that statement on that yeah it's 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 good i know sometimes his lovecraft can be a little hard to read sometimes i mean yeah. i mean his stories are a hundred years old so yeah, exactly. sometimes it can be a little tougher Gotta but be in the right yeah his frame of mind. <laughs> right exactly but yeah this one's pretty good um and yeah i i'm definitely definitely looking forward to this so that one's got me excited now moving from there into february so coming out february 28th and this is the movie out of all five of these movies that i'm most excited for it's the invisible man yes it looks it like looks they are so good. finally yes. doing this dark universe right? i had zero hope and at all because like ted's been talking about the in terrible dark universe shit and some of the mm-hmm. actors said that they were going the to trailer try to looks put good in though it, but the trailer looked awesome so yeah, we don't need Johnny Depp. Yeah, we don't need Johnny Depp. We don't need Tom Cruise. We just need, you know, unknown, you know, not very known actors, actresses, and you know, just like I said, make one good movie, and then you can just kind of go from there. Exactly. This looks like it could be yeah. good. So, of course, I'm kind yeah. of a sucker for invisible people movies. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> I loved Hollow Man, and even the Chevy Chase one, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. So yep, I'm ready for this one. Yeah, I'm just excited that they're 
Universal's finally doing the right thing and not going action adventure and going fucking yes, horror. It just looks like a horror. They got flick. fucking Blumhouse <laughs> involved and decided to finally go fucking horror. They went low budget horror, which is what mm-hmm. they should have done all along. Yep. And not action films. No. Not like two, three hundred million dollar fucking action films that are going to bomb every time you do them. Possible meets the mummy and shit. Right. You'd think they would have learned after um, Dracula Untold or whatever it was, but no. They fucking went back and did the fucking mummy this basically the same way. And they fucked themselves over again. Yeah. And finally, they gave it to Lee Wynell, who co-wrote saw and basically wrote a bunch of the ones that james wan you know directed so he he knows horror and i think he's a the right choice for doing it and i'm excited to see what he did with directing it um so yeah i'm i'm very much excited with this the trailer looks amazing everything about it so far looks great so exciting very excited for February to come around to be able to see this. Yeah, and then maybe we'll get some proper like other ones like Frankenstein and Dracula. Maybe we'll finally get some horror based ones for those. Isn't it so, funny yeah. something so old and that was so great has become like one of the hardest things for them to make a good movie for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you would think that they would know how to do it. They've been doing this for almost a hundred years, but no. Because of the no, they fuck it up. It's because they're it trying. They're they're trying to appeal to mass audience, so they're just like, "What is the mass audience like?" Oh, action! So here we go. Lots of action. Lots of lots of Tom Cruise running like the Mission Impossible movies. People like those movies, which makes no sense. I mean, yeah, it they're doesn't. Always thinking from a money angle instead of thinking from a yeah. money angle. That's yeah. why yeah. sometimes the executives get in the way. Those original Definitely. movies were not like. I mean, they became big things, but first of all, they weren't like huge. Like some of them, you know, they're pretty cheap on production value, and they're just good dark stories. A lot of them, like it's watching the monster suffer and what he goes through. So, yeah, yep. they completely miss that all the time. Yeah, yeah, you'd think they would know better, but obviously not. But whatever. <laughs> Hopefully this is a step in the right direction. Hopefully they're going to write this course and do things properly. Definitely. So that's kind of what we got for trailers and stuff that kind of, you know, announced some movies that are coming up here. Kind of moving in a little bit of Blu-ray news here. Um, Shout Factory is releasing My Bloody Valentine. I believe that's coming out before Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's coming out early February. Awesome. The thing that got me really excited with this is the inclusion of the unrated cut. Yes, finally. It's a new man. transfer of what it. What the hell? Finally. I was happy about that. <laughs> I mean, it, the unrated know, cut's been uh, been available. Yeah, I know, but it, I don't think it's been on blue. I was just so I was glad yeah, the I've got I've got the original story. Blu-ray. All right. I have okay. the original Blu-ray, and it is the unrated cut. Okay. So, what, what's good, what's new about it is that they're actually doing some restoration work on it, so it doesn't. I guess it looks better. That's that's the news right yeah. there. Because I've seen okay. the unrated cut. I, yeah, there are the you know, it's an old movie. That's one of my favorites though. So anytime this is what it, happens when you let Isaiah do Blu-ray news, he doesn't get all his facts straight. <laughs> <laughs> 
but also I'm taking over this segment because that's fine. I'm just better. I'm just kidding. You can't have it. Give us some news, Tim. The classic, the classic slasher film, Edge of the Axe, is getting a Blu-ray release from Arrow Video. In January 28th, 2020 is the release date. I remember seeing the VHS cover for this, and I've never seen it, but I remember seeing it in the video stores. But Edge of the Axe... We have Jay and Silent Bob reboot is finally available for pre-order on Amazon. It is coming to Blu-ray January 21st, 2020. Really looking forward to that. <clears throat> and Shout Factory has detailed their entire Fly Collection release. Yes, lots I'm of new of lots yeah. of new special features and old special features for each of the five movies lots of new commentaries the old commentaries documentaries it's just packed to the brim and the angel trilogy was announced by vinegar syndrome as their secret trilogy well not so secret because they pretty much gave it away in their description for their little hint, but it is being released this month on Blu-ray in a limited edition box set. Um, I'm sure it's going to be like the Amityville box set that they released. Where? No, no, no. Let me let me finish, Sean. Jeez, let me finish. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Just like their Amityville box set was limited the movies aren't limited it's the box that's limited they will (laughs) they will release each movie individually like they like they're going to do with the amityville box set so you still will be able to get the movies if you don't get the box set it'll just be a little bit later on maybe a couple of months (laughs) well that's the best I got. So, you know, Sean. I thought I it was tell their you fault, I told... but now it's really, so that works. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just fault. I'm just going to tell what I told. I'm going to tell you what I told John Carpenter. Get over it. <laughs> You're still going to be able to get the movies. And... I don't have to get over it. Glorious HD. <laughs> That's right. You got your safe space and <laughs> you can go, complain go. about whatever you want. Go cry. <laughs> but that is coming out. That's going to be interesting. Timmy and the T-Rex, we already talked about, but that's coming out too this month. Good old Timmy and the T-Rex. The gore cut, as it's being known as, fully restored in 4K. And it will be Vinegar Syndrome's first UHD release. So... <laughs> Paul Rocker, sure. Terry, Terry Kaiser, Buck Flower... <laughs> It's an all-star cast. It was robbed at the Oscars that year. Darn it. You tell. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. And House by the Cemetery, which we already talked about, is still being released in January from Blue Underground, 4K transfer. And a CD also being included, a three-disc limited set. So that is going to be awesome. Boy, House by the Cemetery. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. In full glory. That that makes the movie more entertaining. Because <laughs> <Yes, it does. laughs> you, you can laugh at the it's it's the dubbing is what it is. Yeah, the I English know. stuff for that kid was terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. And it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you know what we need? We need a movie where 
and like a 50 year old guy dubs a little kid's voice and it'll just be hilarious that bobby be what's going funny. on there bobby <laughs> uh, that's a little weird but that's funny <laughs> that's what i'm creepy as hell <laughs> some gravelly voice 50 year old man <laughs> <laughs> Be a little off-putting. That's what makes it special. Especially if you did like a little girl. <laughs> yes. He was dubbing a little girl. Yeah. Oh, that'd be even better. <laughs> you want to yeah. have some tea with me, Bobby? <laughs> Remember in Just play dolls. <laughs> when um, the one dude comes back and he's the little girl. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Yeah, McNulty. <laughs> McNulty. <laughs> None of your lip, Trooper. <laughs> yes, they are. What? I'm going to be 16 years old. Guy's going to try to get in my pants. <laughs> Art LaFleur, that guy's great. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, thanks for the update on the Blu-ray news there, Ted. Good oh, you're welcome. A little bit more. We appreciate it. You better. Just... <laughs> well, when you put it that way, I don't want to appreciate it. I'm still mad about the box set. <laughs> right? Uh, you can be mad. Y'all, y'all can watch your Conjuring universe, and I'll watch the short films on on Troma's Nukem High Volume 2 Tuesday, which is called Merry Christmas to My Wife's Butt. Yes, I'm not making that up. That is yeah, a short film that's going to be on the special feature. Yeah, I'll be doing it. I'll oh, watch man. Those too, man. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and there's a tribute to uh, Stan Lee, Lemmy, and Joe Flushaker that's going to be on the disc. It, okay. It's listed cool. on Amazon. So, And that comes out Tuesday, everyone. Tuesday. Says, <laughs> I say you order now. Amazon for 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Five and a half years is about time. Yeah, but at least no, we got no. it. At least we're getting it. Well overdue. Yes. Now, we are in part two of our three-part series here, discussing different types of characters in horror movies. So, last week we talked about our favorite final girls. Uh, this week we are talking about uh, sympathetic characters in horror movies. Now, this could be either... You know, side characters or whatever, main characters or even villains. So, and then we'll finish off next week with the least desirable characters t- in horror movies and people you just want to hate. I'll tell you what um, I can think of right <laughs> off the break, not to cut you off, man. I just don't want to lose my no, train of thought. But um, I think it's Ed Hardy, Lance Henriksen's character in Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Okay. And then, like... He just he regretted what he did. He yeah. regrets what he does in the first afterward. And he was just yeah. He killed his kid, so you can yeah. You know what I mean? He was just being human. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. <clears throat> yeah, Pumpkinhead's a classic. I love that movie. Yeah. And I mentioned the last one. Poor guy trying to help them kids in Jaws, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Joss. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't you have spared him? What about the right. uh the old man in Friday Five? The caretaker? Oh yeah. 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 Reggie the Reckless's grandfather, yeah. Yep. yep. That's another good one. 
<laughs> there was something wrong with him. I wasn't too sure. <laughs> Sean's uh, suspicious. Sean is suspicious. Reggie and Demon around. Something wasn't right with Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> oh now don't God. you get any trouble running around with demon you hear me <laughs> how about um i guess you say it mary in um last house on the left yeah yeah, yeah. that's just wanted to go to a concert yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah just just random act of violence or even like jennifer from Last house I on spit left. on you know talking about I one sp- of our final girls from last week. You mean you I spit on your grave? Happened to you? I mean, how can you not sympathize with that woman? Do you mean I spit on your grave? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I spit in your grave. I'm sorry. I'm taking I'm over this segment this. again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's okay. Ted's got the. It's okay. I was. I was. I, it's okay. I was thinking about that movie, First Door on the Right. You know, so <laughs> yeah, that threw me off. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say <laughs> people are gonna laugh at my my one of my selections, but I'm gonna say Bucky from Halloween Four because he's freaking awesome. Yeah, he's, no, that's actually up, that was on my list too. He stood up to Myers. He stood up to Myers like a boss, and he's just like, "You don't play that Halloween crap with me." <laughs> I was like, "This guy's so cool." <laughs> he's like, "I'm calling the cops. You stay right there. Don't you move a muscle." <laughs> right. Like, like Bucky's mad. He's just like, Man, "Stupid kids coming around and messing," and then he gets yep. thrown into the generator and fries. Poor Bucky. This Bucky's a hero in my opinion because he stood he stood up to Myers. I agree. What about uh, was... John Bugler's character in Hatchet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel, All he I wanted to do was to warn kid. people to stay away so they wouldn't die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And then he helped Mary Beth. Didn't realize that who she, you know, who she was exactly. And then he's like, "Get out." <laughs> And he's like, I didn't know who she was when Victor Crowley shows up. I did know who she was. Yeah. And gets his freaking intestine ripped out and then his yep. head popped off. Poor John Carl. I'll I'll say Shelly from Friday three. I felt sorry for the guy oh, too. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, he didn't I just wanted to get laid. <laughs> he was just, yeah, he didn't <laughs> No, he was terrible at his attempt, but <laughs> he still yeah. felt bad for the guy. He was just he was just awkward. That yeah. was the thing. He didn't know how, you know, to Proceed, I guess. Joey from Part Five. Oh, I feel sorry for that dude. Poor he gets guy. laughed in his face. At least, at least Shelly. You know, I'll put Joey above Shelly because at least Shelly didn't get laughed at his face. She wanted to be yeah. his friend, but here he's like, I, "I want to make love to you," and she just laughs. Robin just freaking laughs at him. You're just like, "What a poor, poor guy." He's like, I, I was k- k- kidding, and he's a stutterer too. He says, I was k- k- kidding, and she's just laughing. He's like, I was just kidding, and runs away. And I was like, poor guy. I just finally saw Hereditary, and I felt bad for the whole freaking family. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that shit was depressing. Oh dude. man, and she's yeah. screaming, and the husband's holding her, and they pan over to the hallway, and you just see the son standing there, all like, I fucking hate life. <laughs> I was just like, that shit made me depressed. <laughs> cheered me up about the yeah. bad day I had. I was like, my life isn't bad at all. <laughs> I'll say Jamie Lloyd from the Halloween franchise. Yeah, she has the worst life out of any character in that yeah, franchise. She, really did. she got fucked yeah, over. Yeah, she did. She definitely. 
it yeah. doesn't end well either. Like it just all goes to shit. At no. Any of the kids from any of the Elm Street kids, because they didn't deserve that, because they're not the ones who burned Freddy. No. I mean, geez. All of them, they just felt sorry. And then when he started, t- you know, going through Alice and taking kids who weren't even Elm Street kids, you're just like, darn. Yeah. <laughs> Poor I mean, Debbie. Even looking at some of the, the villains, I mean, you look at Candyman and how he just totally got fucked yeah you know, and into that whole situation yeah i was just yeah he uh, recently i was like even like as badass as jason is it's like the whole story is just kind of a tragic ass story that's the whole reason it's yeah it is the way it is yeah cropsy from the burning he didn't ask to be burned so, yeah cropsy's a good one yeah uh, what's his face too and um is that slaughter high yeah door, yeah man. slaughter high yeah the geek who got acid splashed. Supposed to be a prank, but those are just yeah. kids. But. Yeah, they got what they deserved. If you take into account that it might not, it might all be in his head, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. The ending kind of really yeah, made it go. Well, hmm. me, but I just yeah. said, fuck yeah. it, he killed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the ending could be him like dreaming it up and then he's escaping to actually do it. You never know. I so Carrie, man. Yeah, Carrie, Carrie she definitely didn't one. deserve yeah. the stuff. <laughs> she's got a crazy mom and then she's bullied heavily at yeah. school. I mean that scene in the shower, she, it's like fuck dude, that's so realistic to high yeah. school and how it can be. I don't care if right then, now or whenever. Yeah. It's fucked. I can't wait to see I can't wait to see Lord Kaufman's take on it in Newcomb High too, because I know it's in there. Because Volume One ends with the green liquid going down her legs, and she it. screams. I saw a part of the trailer. It looks like the girls are doing the same thing, throwing tampons oh, at her. Man. I was like, "This is gonna be an excellent movie." I freaking can't wait till Tuesday. I want to take the day off and just wait for the movie. <laughs> Another one that's hard to really not feel sorry for is uh, Angela in uh, the first sleepaway camp. I mean, you, yeah. you look at what happened, you know, yeah. with her, you know, losing her sibling in mm-hmm. the very beginning, then being forced by her aunt to fucking dress as a girl. Yeah. yeah. You know, and being just totally fucked in the head because of all that. At yeah, first she loses And then to be shit picked on at camp. fucked over mentally. Like, you can't blame her. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's that's just that whole fucking story is just fucking terrible with yeah. what happened to her and shit and it's it's almost understandable why she fucking just finally snapped and started killing people i mean yeah because i mean even like kind of touch on like the whole sex thing was confusing to her anyways yeah because of the father you know i guess they were playing the angle that he was gay so that she didn't yep. understand that or he didn't understand that and then is told that he's a girl and so yeah <laughs> who knows what that would do take psyche. off your clothes <laughs> so. the next thing we see is poor kid's severed head <laughs> yeah yeah that's that whole movie that whole movie screwed up <laughs> and you got freaking known pedophile who's in the kitchen staff and people just laugh at him in the movie yeah oh, the young one, what, what, what he's no, what, what 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 
what did he call them again? He called the, the the underage kids what? He had a name for them in the movie. Oh, what the hell was it? I don't know. It was it was disgusting though. And it then was... and then James Earl Jones' <laughs> father. Yeah, and then, and then James Earl Jones's father is just. <laughs> He's like, oh, that crazy like, what <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a screwed up movie. It I love really Sleepaway is. Camp. Sleepaway Camp Two is my favorite of that franchise because that's just they yeah. went, they just went nuts with it. <laughs> I agree. But but yeah, Angela definitely just got got the bad bad end deal there, and then Child's Play. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Holy shit, yeah. Exactly what about that. exactly what Chucky said in Curse of Chucky. I did something better than kill him. I killed his childhood. I was like, now that's evil right there. Yeah. And I was like, that's the evil Chucky I remember. Not the yeah. I'm gonna kill Britney Spears and <laughs> see <laughs> Chucky or whatever. <laughs> that's why I love Curse of Chucky so much because he's just so freaking evil. Could you imagine just losing your whole fucking childhood? Uh, like that, I mean, because of a doll. <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't even think about that. That's so wild. He went through a shit ton of stuff. Yeah, I mean, he he nearly gets possessed. The cops won't back him his uh him or his mom's story up. So she gets thrown in the loony bin. He gets sent to a foster home. And then after part two, he just went through from foster home to foster home until just being thrown in a military academy. <laughs> and just, gosh, it's just went through so much. The only difference between him and Jamie Lloyd is that he, he lived. <laughs> she didn't. Right. That's the whole... So did Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you Tommy were talking got about the part five. I was thinking of him, like out of all the movies, part five really shows how broken that shit made him. Oh yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. of that movie. Is that oh, aspect. definitely. So y'all saying Chucky versus Jason, and we have a Tommy Jarvis, Andy Barkley team up. <laughs> yes. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just do the Nightmare Warriors comic book in yeah. movie form, man. I wish they would, man. They could have done so much. I just want to see that now. So. <laughs> yeah. Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. Fuck, fucked it all up. Why not go with that? Everybody enjoyed that. So. They, yeah. They got a couple right. movies there, too. So. I agree. You can make it's a trilogy written. out of it. Yeah, it's already written. Yeah, like, yeah. You just gotta make it. <laughs> you just gotta get Sam Raimi on board and Bruce Campbell for the Ash character, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, if not, then I guess you could just invent another character and just you know get rid of the, the Necronomicon and make it some other evil book or whatever. I mean, you can easily manipulate it around the Ash thing. Sure. Yeah. What about uh, Crispin Glover in part four? (laughs) You know, I really got laid. I never felt sorry for him. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I never felt really sorry for him because he was, he he, he was a fodder. I mean, you could say that about Joey and Shelly, but, you know, they had something. I was joking. I really wasn't serious about that. (laughs) Well, I'm serious because I take my horror serious. Okay, so. (laughs) So I'm with Sean. He 
He died happy, so he's... <laughs> yeah, he did. But going back to... Because I was going to say Joey from Part 5, because, I mean, he just wanted to help people out. I mean, yes, yeah. he got chocolate all over the fucking sheet. But he wanted to help people, you know, just do work, because he wanted to be a wow. part, and just everybody kept rejecting him. Yeah. He wanted friends. And- yeah. Yeah. That's all he wanted. Yeah. Hey Vic, want a chocolate bar? I always felt You're really sorry for Leatherface, man. <laughs> He's just yeah. a product of his fucked up family. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're really out of line. <laughs> like especially in part three, like when you see him trying to mess with his speaking spell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's just a big Humans, kid. he spells it F O O D. Oh man, that's good. <laughs> I tell you who's yeah. evil in Texas Chainsaw Three, that little girl, man. She's yes. <laughs> oh my god. She's gonna be worse than he ever was. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, let me pull the line and splatter this guy's brains everywhere. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I was also going to say, um, I feel sorry for Demon from Friday Five, man, because he's just in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Singing Ooh Baby. Enchiladas, man. Come on. Yeah, I know. Does <laughs> he use the outhouse without getting killed? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Ooh, You're gonna get it now. <laughs> How about um, Clint Howard's character in Evil Speak? Oh yeah, or Clint Howard in fucking Three from Hell. Three from Hell, Evil Speak. Yeah. Let's just say Clint Howard in general. <laughs> Clint Howard in general. <laughs> his characters kind of get crapped over on some yes. horror movies. There, he's had a great career, but his characters have yeah. definitely not. <laughs> no, that, that's for sure. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Evil Speak, oh. man. I've, I just gosh, I wanted all those guys to die because yes. what they did to his little puppy. I was yeah. like, you know what? Freaking kill them. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, they were mean. Just kill like, them. They killed the dog. These guys are like just deranged. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was happy with the ending of that movie when he killed yes. everybody. And Three from Hell was hilarious, but he still felt sorry <laughs> for him. <laughs> Going to clown heaven. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, got it all planned out first. I've seen enough horror movies. If some killer guy says he's going to set me free, (laughs) it's not going to happen. You're just going to kill me, (laughs) set me free from this. Right? You don't like it. (laughs) I'll say. Uh, buddy from Slaughterhouse. He's just basically a mentally handicapped person whose dad's business, pig slaughtering business, has went out, and they're trying to run him off the land. And it just kind of yeah. his dad coerces him to, you know, not well. His dad basically is like, "We're going to get them back," and starts killing them off one by one. It's like, 
you know, and he he makes friends with the pigs, which is funny because you know he has like his pig friends there. <laughs> That's like his only friends. <laughs> that is dad. He just kind of yeah. feels sorry for him. I love that on the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray, they actually had PSAs with Buddy and his father about smoking in theaters. It's hilarious. They put it on the disc. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't have Slaughterhouse on Blu-ray, pick it up now. You can watch the Buddy PSAs. (laughs) They're in character. It's great. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, uh, you feel sorry for him. I'm trying. You know, I've, I've, I I kind of feel sorry for Jamie Kennedy's character in the Scream movies. Yeah. I mean, he uh, was in love with Nev Campbell, and she was a tramp and didn't love him back, and he died for it anyway. <laughs> Stupid Nev Campbell. Randy would have treated her good. But no, yes, she, has to, she had to date Jerry O'Connell. Who dies also? Where'd that get you, Sydney? Nowhere. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. Randy is a good one. That's for newer ones. There, because like once it got to like the nineties and stuff, you really stopped caring about a lot of the characters. <laughs> really that's for sure. Yeah. Sympathetic. Maybe that's the formula they started missing on. Why the movies aren't yeah. as good? Because <laughs> you didn't care about. The- it really wasn't care. until recently, you know, because after the the 90s and then, like, the early 2000s up until the last few years, you know, characters... 2000s really ramped it up. My goodness, when you just didn't yeah. care about any of the characters, and you're just like, just die already. I don't care. <laughs> right. I agree. <sighs> that's it seems why, like, like they're starting to get back to that, but it's... It, that's why I really was drawn to, like, Adam Green stuff, man, because I actually yeah. cared about the characters in the Hatchet movies, and, you know, yep. he made Frozen, which I cared about those characters, and I was like, okay, this, that's I like I mean, Adam Green, I like this one. Didn't, you know what I mean? so. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I like Adam Green. You know, Joe, Joe Lynch is okay. He's not great. Uh, yeah. Wrong Turn 2... I didn't like as much as the first one. People seem to love that one the most. I I didn't like. I just didn't it see all, it. Man. I thought it stunk. I I didn't see yeah. it. I didn't yeah. see like what the big appeal was. Yeah. I didn't mind it, but I didn't love it. I love the first one. Yeah, I thought the first, first one was, was really good. fun. Yeah. I liked it too. yeah. And I only went to see it because Eliza Dushku was in it, but I ended up enjoying the movie. <laughs> right? <so>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with Eliza. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. True Colin, remember that show she did? That was an interesting, yep, story. I do remember yeah. that show. I just like to watch Bring It On because she's in a cheerleader <laughs> outfit. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the new guy, I thought that was but she's not the star. Yeah, <laughs> that little skinny. And dude. that's gonna be our sh- <laughs> that's gonna be our show in two weeks. We're gonna have an Elisha Dushku. Uh, um, Drooling tribute, whatever. Tribute. That's the <laughs> word I was looking tribute. for. I couldn't think of the freaking name. Yeah, the tribute. We're gonna have a tribute talking about her and cheerleader outfits. So you know. <laughs> oh, good lord. She's not That's a future good. ex-wife, but she's she's a fling I have on the side. You know. So. <laughs> How many ex-wives do you have, Ted? I'm going to have a lot. I just got to get to Hollywood first. 
Oh man, that's good. Yep. It's not, not bad. bad having a plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll say here's the character I never. I, it just entered my mind is um, even though we don't talk highly of I know what you did last summer, I feel sorry for Sarah Michelle Gellar's dad in that movie because he loses both his daughters. Even though he only has like what one second of screen time when he's like asleep on the couch, yeah. I'm like this guy lost his whole family because this strange killer. <laughs> uh. So. I feel a little something for him, poor guy. A little bit, just a little bit. Well, you could say Sydney's dad. Even his wife was just a whore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now he's tied up in a closet and shit. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> it was just on a freaking business trip. <laughs> he didn't make it to the business yeah. trip. That's the problem. Uh, he did the first. Year. What That's if he, you? know what? I th- <laughs> I think about this. What if he actually made it to that business trip? And then like, what would, what would have Billy and Stu's plan would have been then? They'd have been like, how are we going to do this now? We, we screwed up the time. We smoked too much weed, man. <laughs> Cause those guys definitely were smoking some, some doobies there, you know, <laughs> they're smoking some heavy some doobies. <laughs> He just blames Stu. It's like, it was all Stu. He killed everybody. He's the mastermind. It's like, Stu's an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, like, one of the plot threads for uh, Scream 3 was, like, Stu was controlling the the, the killers from jail or prison because um, he survived. And I think Kevin Williamson mentioned that at some convention. And and when he said that, everybody just started laughing because it was like the dumbest (laughs) thing ever. Like like he couldn't mastermind himself out of a freaking paper bag. (laughs) He's so stupid. Right. Liver alone, man. Liver alone. Get it? I was just like, man, you're an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> right. I like that guy a lot. Jeez. I've never been big on him. <laughs> here's Matthew. here's my last one that I have for sympathetic characters. Poor Reggie, just wanted to be laid, never could get laid in Phantasm. <laughs> yep. Any of the movies, he could like never get laid. <laughs> He just kind of got thrown into a bunch of mess too. <laughs> yeah, he did. He really he did. Just came it's like he guitar. just was, and yeah, got in the middle of everything. He's Part two friend. lost his whole family. He's a good friend. <laughs> yeah, it's like then the whole last movie is based on him basically dying. I mean, yeah, this whole yeah. thing it just like just. Constantly well, that last movie off. opened up the whole. There's so many alternate universes, like yeah. in existence. It just it just went full on, just weird, and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I did too. I highly loved that movie. Yeah, but yeah, that would be probably my last one that I could think of for sympathetic characters. Yeah, I got, you guys got any other ones that you got I got add in or? I got two more quickly. I got a good one. I'll let Marco first. Though. Go ahead, Ted. Go ahead, Ted. No, you go ahead, Mark, because I got two. You got one. Just go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot all about that. I didn't even think about that. Frankenstein's monster, yeah. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a really good one. Okay, I've got three. (laughs) I've got three. 
Because <laughs> you just reminded me See, of something else. I'm an inspiration. You are. <laughs> You're a wonderful human being, Mark. You never forget that, okay? <laughs> um, first, I want to say Larry Talbot from uh, The Wolfman in the in its okay. sequels. Yeah. He did not want to be a werewolf. He, him so bad he, to try. he wanted to figure out how to cure it and everything. I just watched that movie, so... Yeah, yeah, he he wanted to kill himself in the mm-hmm. sequels because he's like, I don't want to kill people. Yeah. I can't control myself. Please, I just want to die. Like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman is one of my favorite films because I just that's that's his quest. I just want to die. Mm-hmm. I want to die. I don't want to live with this curse. I don't want to hurt people. And it's just for like darn wolf, werewolf movie too. Like, um, yeah, that works anyway. <laughs> Right. I just feel so sorry for the guy. And then, like, when uh, House of Frankenstein, he has somebody who actually loves him, but the only way to cure him, they say, is the person that loves you has to shoot you with a silver bullet. And it's just like, oh, my goodness, this is terrible. And then, you know, it's a love triangle because the hunchback loves her, but she loves Larry, and Larry just wants to die. And this is – I just – man, I just feel sorry for the guy. I also feel yeah. sorry for the final girl – and the prey, because even though she survived, it's not a good existence because she's basically going to be a baby factory for the crazy guy in the woods. That's how the movie freaking ends. You, wow. <laughs> you, you, you see the close-up of the cave, and then it, it, the, the way the scene transitions, it's like um, the passing of the seasons. And then it shows a cave, and you hear a baby cry, and you're just like, holy crap, she's just going to be a baby factory for this monster now. It's horrible. It's a horrible existence. <laughs> I love that movie, but dear Lord, that's such a dark ending. Yeah, and, oh my God. Yeah, it. I love that movie. <laughs> because of the ending, I just love it because it's a good movie. But then yeah. uh, my, my last pick will be Rachel from the Halloween franchise, of course, because... Yeah. She was unceremoniously freaking killed off in part five. It's just, it's weird how they did it. I just like, I always thought that was odd. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way. Yeah, they just kill her off right there. Yeah. After everything she went through in part four to protect Jamie and succeeding, she she runs around in a towel, which I'm not <laughs> complaining, but she runs around in a towel and and dies then. <laughs> and then just scissors i mean i like in the interviews and stuff how she said they originally was going to get like rammed down her throat and she said no i'm not doing that so they changed it to her just like getting stabbed in the scissors like yeah i guess in the heart or whatever you know i'm, I'm assuming that's what it was supposed to be but i think so poor rachel she she just loved Jamie and wanted to protect her, and she didn't even really get to do that in part five. That went to to Tina. Nope. She was gonna leave. She just needed to take a shower first. <laughs> right. I was like, take a shower a at the cabin, leave Hanfield. I did not feel it. <laughs> <laughs> They should ban Halloween in this town. <laughs> right? I'll tell you one. Anyone who had to sit through Resurrection. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't feel sorry for anybody yep. in that movie. I don't feel sorry for the security guards in the beginning. I don't feel sorry for Lori. I don't feel sorry for anybody in that stupid house. I know it's the Myers house, but I'm just going to say stupid house anyway. <laughs> 
I don't feel sorry for Busta. That was the most difficult oh, house I ever saw. <laughs> The Myers House, I don't mind in that movie. No, it, it was pretty spot on. It's pretty spot on repl- uh, a replica of it, but from the front, it's still the, just the, they're in the house. Some things are odd to me; they seem out of place. But I don't know. Anyways, better than Part Five's house, the Gothic mm-hmm. Mansion. <laughs> yeah, that made no sense. <laughs> no, definitely not. They just did that. I feel sorry for Myers. Scene. That's all that was for. <laughs> I feel yeah. sorry for Michael Myers in that movie because he had to be in that movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he got karate chopped, karate kicked by Buster Rhymes. There's a part in the movie, because since I just watched it for Halloween, there's a part in the movie where <laughs> I just did. I just I was like, I'm just going to watch it because it's part of the franchise. But there's a part in the movie when... Buster Rhymes is doing his karate stance stuff. And Michael just looks at him and it's like Michael's saying, is this crap really happening? <laughs> it's like the way he moves his head. He's like, is this for real? Am I, is this what I've been deduced to <laughs> reduced to I'm like, come on. Um. So even Michael knew his bull crap. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That he's like, I'll fuck itself. He's like, I'll fake getting burned and then I'll just escape the corn, <laughs> the, the morgue, <laughs> and just be done. Go back to my underground. Great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's there's plenty of sympathetic characters, at least in a lot of the older stuff and some in newer stuff. But like like I was saying, kind of in the '90s, in the 2000s, really wasn't a whole lot of sympathetic characters you could really relate to or feel sorry for because like you did i've just in a lot of those movies in that time frame i just really fucking wanted them to die because yeah annoying i don't feel sorry for them at all i don't care about them but yeah there's there's plenty especially older movies that you can find a lot of sympathetic characters but yeah next week we will be touching on and discussing the characters you fucking hate in horror movies i'm there's there's a lot of them and that's that's gonna be fun to talk about and why <laughs> we hate them. But as always, you know, we would love to hear from you guys. Hear what you guys think. Is there anybody that you found that you were more sympathetic for? You know, in horror movies, we we would love to hear it. You can always reach out to us through social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. Otherwise, until next week, you know, we appreciate you guys checking out the episode. And as Ted always says, what? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.